Good evening. Tonight we're going to have a look at one of the most famous stories in Irish folklore, the Salmon of Knowledge. I was explaining this story to someone from Canada one time many years ago. We were talking about Irish coins and the symbols on them. In old money, before the euro, we had numerous symbols on the backs of our coins. On the old coins, we had a bull on the back of the 5p coin, a horse on the 20p coin, and a fish on the 10p coin. These animals were chosen because of the central role of agriculture to the new Irish Free State after we gained our independence. The bull, the pig, and the horse were natural decisions in this regard. But when choosing a fish to represent our fishing industry and its importance to us as an island, the state chose to use a salmon. So, as I told my Canadian friend, the reason for this was likely the famous story of the salmon of knowledge. Of course he laughed and said, the salmon of what? And I said, yes, the salmon of knowledge. So I told him the story, which he found amusing. It is strange that out of all the rich Irish folklore, that this one is arguably the most famous. I don't know the reason, but let's have a listen. And maybe you can decide for yourself. And if you're ever fishing in the Boyne River, have a look out for the salmon of knowledge. And as we shall see, make sure you cook it yourself and don't trust anyone else to do it for you. This is a tale of Fionn McCool, a famous Irish hero who lived in a far-off time. There are many tales that tell of Fionn's daring and bravery, but let me tell you something of his early life and how he gained his wisdom. Some say the getting of wisdom was not of his own choosing, but who are we to decide what lies behind the choices a hero makes? Before Fionn was ever born, his father, Cummel, was killed by the leader of a rival clan. Fearing that her life was in danger, his mother, Murian, wrapped herself in a cloak and slipped away to the darkest part of the forest. There she hid until her child was born. To keep her son safe from the rival clan, Murian gave the boy to a foster family to raise. Because of his shining blonde hair, he was nicknamed Fionn, which means fair one, and the name stuck. From an early age, Fionn was tall and graceful, with great strength. He played with the animals in the forest, and soon he could outrun the deer, outjump the jackrabbits, outclimb the squirrels, and outswim the fish. He had the skills to one day be the leader of his clan. The one thing Fionn did not have was wisdom. At that time, the wise men were the storytellers, and storytelling skills were just as important as physical skills. People were tested to see how many poems they could recite and how many tales they could tell. One day, Fionn gathered his forest friends around him. Hmm, thought Fionn to himself. 
The rabbits taught me how to jump, and the squirrels taught me how to climb. Who will teach me to be a singer of songs and a teller of tales? Who will give me the knowledge I lack? Fiona asked his foster parents. His foster mother said, We are simple folk. You must learn the storytelling arts from a wise man or woman. It is time for you to seek out Finnegus, said Fionn's foster father. He is a wise man, and he can teach you to be a singer of songs and a teller of tales. So Fionn said goodbye to his foster parents and set off down the Boyne River to find the wise Finnegus. Finnegus lived alone in a little house next to the Boyne River. As legend had it, the river led to a pool shaded by the tree of knowledge. The river was home to the salmon of knowledge. It was said that the first person to eat the salmon would be given the gift of all knowledge. Finnegus had been trying to catch the salmon for seven long years. Fionn rowed his little round boat across the Boyne River to find Finnegus. He interrupted Finnegus just as he was pulling a dip net out of the water. Excuse me, Mr. Finnegus, said Fionn. People speak of you as a wise storyteller. I am eager to learn the storytelling arts. Would you agree to be my teacher? Finnegus agreed, and Fionn began his studies. It soon became clear that Fionn was not the best student. He had too much energy and would rather be hunting or playing games with other boys than studying. One day, Finnegus surprised Fionn in a clearing in the forest. He watched as Fionn swung from tree branches, turned a few cartwheels and chanted, I am Fionn McCool and I make my own rules. Finnegus, exasperated, said, Fionn McCool will obey my rules if he wants to go with me to the magic pool. Fionn immediately stopped his games. For weeks, he had been begging Finnegus to let him go with him to the magic pool. Now, it seemed he would have his chance. The next day, very early, Finnegus and Fionn arrived at the magic pool near a bend in the Boyne River. Finnegus lowered a basket trap into the river, attaching some bait to the bottom. Now we wait, said Finnegus. What do you think the salmon will taste like? asked Fionn. He loved food and was always curious about flavours. I have no interest in whether the salmon is flavourful, said Finnegus. I am only concerned with all the things I will learn when I eat that fish. Several hours went by. Fionn spent the time sleeping, while Finnegus imagined what it would be like to be the wisest man in the world. Suddenly, his thoughts were interrupted by a splashing sound coming from the direction of the trap. The splashing grew louder, as though a large fish was trashing inside the trap. Sure enough, when Finnegus and Fionn hauled the trap up onto the riverbank, there was the great silvery spotted fish. It was the salmon. Well, Fionn, it looks like you have been lucky for me. Would you like to cook the salmon? You are an excellent cook, 
and I've never known you to burn anything. It would be an honour, Master Finnegas, said Fionn. But you must be very careful. I particularly don't want any burned blisters on the skin. The salmon contains the knowledge I seek. If the skin blisters and pops, that knowledge may leak away. And Fionn? Yes, Master Finnegas. Do not eat any part of this fish. Not the tiniest piece of flesh. Not the smallest sliver of skin. Nothing. Do you understand? Yes, Master Finnegas. Fionn wanted to cook the fish perfectly for his teacher. He liked to do everything well. He put the salmon on a spit and turned it, being careful not to overcook it. What a luscious aroma, he said to himself. I am sure that fish tastes better than anything I've ever eaten. If only I could just have one mouthful. Just then, he noticed a blister beginning to form. What shall I do? Finnegas gave me clear instructions. No blisters, but there is a blister. And if it pops, some of the wisdom might leak out of the salmon. I wish I was wise enough to know what to do for the best. Fionn decided to press the blister very gently, just to let the air out. He touched the crispy hot skin with his thumb. Ouch! The hot juices from the salmon burned his thumb. Without thinking, he put his thumb into his mouth to cool it. As soon as his thumb was in his mouth, he wanted to know what the salmon tasted like. He sucked the juice from his thumb. Immediately, he felt as if he had been filled with a bright light. He knew immediately what had happened. In fact, he now knew everything. One thing that Fionn knew was that he couldn't undo what he had done. Perhaps there is more wisdom to go around, he thought, but he knew that wasn't true. Fionn served Finnegas the salmon anyway. He presented it perfectly on a wooden platter. Finnegas looked at the fish, then he looked at Fionn. The skin seems to be unbroken, said Finnegas. He turned the fish over to check the underside. No bites taken out of the flesh? No, Master Finnegas. Finally, Finnegas took a bite of the fish. He chewed, he swallowed, he waited. He wasn't sure what to expect. After a long pause, he said, That's strange. What is strange? asked Fionn, innocently. I don't feel any different. I don't know much more than I did a minute ago. In fact, the only thing I know is that you look different. You have a strange light in your eye. Can it be? Fionn told Finnegas everything. In that case, there's nothing more I can teach you, said Finnegas. You must go your own way, and may your new knowledge keep you safe. Fionn went on to have many adventures. He became a great leader of his people. And from that time on, whenever he sought knowledge, Fionn had only to place his thumb in his mouth and he would get all the knowledge that he had received as a boy from the salmon.